My name is Dave, and I'm joined by Michael. How's it going, Dave? I like when we can pivot if we're recording Tuesday or Wednesday. It kind of hurts, like, our viewers' schedule uh, in terms of when they can watch this, but it allows us to I feel like we could do Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday at this point in time because, contrary to popular belief, um, having an editor, aka my wife, makes this super easy. <laughs> I try to avoid the Wednesday podcast, <laughs> but this news just tends Dude, to come. Dude, she out. gets up at five in the morning, no matter what. I know, I know. Like no matter what day of the week it is, she gets up at five in the morning. Because I think she said, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him. I'm like, you can't text him. It's like four thirty in the morning. Over there. I mean, I, I won't respond right away, but you can. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I always have a fear that I'm gonna get because this happened like once or twice where I get a text from Angela at six a.m. being like, "You didn't upload your file to OneDrive." <laughs> I think that happened. But I don't think... It, oh, okay, yeah. She goes downstairs to do something and it's not there. <laughs> yeah, because I forgot to upload it or my, my it broke on my end. Uh, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, no. I think that hasn't hey, happened since, what, like, the, the PS Nation days. But that's definitely, like, happened. Uh, two out of 200? I mean, yeah. even if it was PS Nation days, then you're then you're perfect right now. Yeah. So it's all good. But there, there was, like, one time where I was like, I think I messaged Sarah. That's nuts. And I'm just like, hey, can you log into the computer for me? Because like I'm at work right now and I I, I can't upload this file. Uh, but yeah, Dave, how's it going? I know it was a, a tough weekend for you. Uh, yeah, the Lions. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. Like they weren't supposed to be there. That we, we talked so, about that last week. I'm just like, yeah, I'm content. Yeah. Like the Lions are picking 29th in the draft. They finished with the in the top four of the NFL teams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? How can I be upset about that? So. All right. Anyways, so we are Digital Days Gaming. We are a weekly podcast that posts every Thursday morning, 6 a.m. Eastern Time, except for when Michael doesn't upload his files. <laughs> Hasn't happened for DDG yet. I'm going to do it now, though. <laughs> um, you can find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash digitaldaysgaming. You can also find us on YouTube at the same time, youtube.com slash digitaldaysgaming. Following on Twitch and subscribing on YouTube are free. Sharing on Twitch to other people and sharing stuff on YouTube is free as well. Uh, and YouTube has all like you can listen to the podcast, you can watch the podcast, you can watch it late, or you know, or you can it can be archived, so you can watch it later. Uh, there is an audio only version of it. So if you're somewhere that maybe your work blocks certain things, usually work doesn't block YouTube. Libraries don't block YouTube because it's a learning tool. Do we mark this um, as explicit though? <laughs> I think we do. Yeah. The podcast, though, not the live feed. So if you go go to our YouTube uh, channel, go to the live yeah. uh, section, you'll be fine. Uh, okay. So, um, but yeah, you can do that stuff. You can subscribe on Twitch if you want. You can pay with real money, or you can link your Twitch account and your Amazon account and get Prime Gaming, and you get a bunch of free stuff as well as a free subscription. Uh, if you have that, please use it on somebody. If you don't use it on a streamer, for as uh, if you don't want to use it on us, find another streamer you enjoy, the community you like hanging out with, doing all that stuff, and uh, subscribe to them. Don't let Amazon keep your money. Um, but also please continue to check it every 30 days because it does not auto-renew, so it's always super helpful to just to check it. We do not have to be live for you to subscribe. Um, you, can, you can just click on us and search our name, um, Digital Days Gaming, and you can click subscribe and you can do it. We don't have to be live. So it's cool if you do it when we're live, but you don't have to. So uh, Everything else is linked in the show notes. Discord, Facebook, Twitter is all linked down in the show notes for you to check out and join the community as well as checking out digitaldaysgaming.com, which is just the main website and hub that's going to redirect you to everything that I just said. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Uh, we're going to kick it off with some news and some bad news. Well, we're going to uh, earn our explicit tag. Uh, shit, fuck. Uh, Xbox just laid off 1,900 people across Xbox, Bethesda, Activision, Blizzard. 
this now brings like the total layoffs in the video game industry to a little more than half of what it was for the entire 2023, uh, which is just a crazy statistic to look at. Uh, but yeah, Xbox just basically after uh, we uploaded the episode where we praised them for the the developer uh, direct, uh, they just announced that they are just laying off a ton of people. Uh, Phil Spencer, I believe this quote uh, was given to IGN, basically said like they set priorities, identified areas of overlap, and ensured that all um, we were all aligned on the best opportunities for growth. Uh, the Blizzard president um left amongst this wasn't laid off but just just straight up this left and and that was a couple months after they said that they were there for the long haul but Mm -hmm. uh now someone from activision is now in charge of blizzard which is like a very thing that like blizzard was trying to fight for years since they were acquired by activision um some reports are saying like studios like toys for bob saw like a 50 percent staff reduction uh, and multiple studios seem like they were they were hit pretty rough and it seems like no studio kind of was able to get out of this, like without taking some hits. Uh, the blizzard survival game was canceled, uh, and there's potentially other projects that were canceled at other studios since the layoffs were, were pretty bad. Um, but yeah, that this is, um, this is a lot. Um, but Dave, I think you put it out there on Twitter, uh, your reaction to it, uh, which I think, is it's it, it's correct but it sucks that it has to be said sort of scenario yeah. anybody losing their job is terrible yeah. i have been whatever adjective you want to use blessed lucky you know good um that i have never had to i have never been laid off i've never been fired i've never had to collect unemployment so um and you know like i said i, I i'm i'm sure that i'm the one percent <laughs> that you know has been fortunate enough to do that or i've never like rage quit a job thought about it a lot never did it um so anybody ever that loses their job sucks however um speaking from a business standpoint how many and i, I and i'm going to speak in vague terms so i'm not going to be precise or exact but how many directors of hr do you need how many, you know, like uh, how many of these positions do you need? Like, yeah, each game, each studio needs community. Each studio needs their own art directors. Um, but like engine developers, like do you like if, if you're owned by Microsoft now and you're going to start using Microsoft's engines, like you don't need the other engines. Like so that means you don't necessarily don't need those people depending on what the plans are. Um, the realist in me that we've been talking about for years is if this Blizzard survival game was out for was in development for six years and it was even fathomable to be canceled, it ain't that far along. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it, it, it it just might not be there. Uh, but yeah, like they they specifically said in their statement, like they identified areas of overlap, which is why you've seen like a lot of community managers come out. You've seen a lot of PR people come out and said that they were laid off. And it's unfortunate that this happened. Uh, like this is one of the side effects to acquisitions, uh, like every mm-hmm. acquisition, like not just in the game industry, any industry is usually followed by layoffs. Uh, so it's definitely one of those things where it's just it's it's brutal to see um it does make microsoft look bad 100 percent, they look awful. especially the developer direct was like hey look at our developers they're so like happy and like this is a great place to work and then they do this um it also is very strategic what they did uh because bethesda was hit pretty hard by this and if you remember there were no layoffs after the bethesda mm-hmm. acquisition 
And it was probably because Microsoft knew, like, we can't do two big acquisitions and follow them up with layoffs. So let's just hold mm-hmm. out on a Bethesda one. So Bethesda, it almost feels like they're like, hey, wrap up whatever projects you currently have that you started under the Bethesda brand, not the Xbox brand. And we're going to hold on to you as long as we can until the Xbox, uh, the acquis- the Activision deal is done. And then they just bunched Bethesda and Activision mm-hmm. together. Uh, so very strategic in what they did to make them slightly look better, but it leads to this gigantic number, which is like pretty damn upsetting, especially when you look at this st- where 2024 has already been. We're yeah. 31 days in and like 6,000 plus jobs have been lost. Yeah, because like Riot just did a huge Like chunk 500 too. people or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Embracer just so, laid off Eidos Montreal. I guess I want to ask you the mantra. Um, do you think that the human in you, and I, I think I know the answer to this, the human being in you and the, and the, and the, the, um, the nice person that you are, because Microsoft's a multi-trillion dollar, billion dollar, whatever word you want to use company, should they have just kept all these people because they can? And that's the thing is like that. I, I, I'm nice, but I'm also realistic and understand capitalism is a son of a bitch. And Mm -hmm. it just, it wouldn't work with capitalism, you know, like, because the example that I gave somebody that I was having a conversation with was, and I'll use you as an antidotal example, if you don't mind. So you and your partner Mm -hmm. live together. You let's say you both have work from home jobs, mostly work from home jobs, and you own two vehicles. Now, now you don't, so I, like mm-hmm. this is yeah, like yeah, super yeah. hypothetical. But you own two vehicles, and you've done it for four months, and the second vehicle doesn't go anywhere. Do you keep it because you can afford it? Yeah, no, no. At that point, you get rid of it, and and that and that's right, and that's a scenario that like, I have. And it's nobody wants to hear the real world answer to that, but it's like you know. Maybe they've evaluated for the first 60 days or 90 days after this acquisition. Okay, what do you do? Yeah. Like, like you know, like, I'm sorry. Like, I feel terrible for Toys R Bob. Fantastic studio. What's the last thing they did? did? Well, and it's, not, it's not Microsoft's fault that Activision mismanaged it. No, and, and, that, and that's the thing that you, you have to wonder about, like, a lot of these Activision studios. It's just like, hey, cool. Um, you make this specific type of game, and Activision already shredded you and turned you into a call of duty expansion mm-hmm. studio, but we're not making you do call of duty expansions anymore, but your staff has been built out like that. Right. So things don't line up and Activision stripped all these studios a long time ago and made them for one purpose. And now Xbox, I, you'd hope Phil Spencer wasn't bullshitting when he was talking about like going back into the Activision archives and getting yeah. stuff but if all the tool set he has are like, I make map packs, I make, you know, guns right. and, you know, they're, they're very fine tuned on one thing. Like at a certain point, it's just like, OK, we need to either fresh start or we need to like strip this even right. more. And I think it's going to be a fresh start. Like, I think that they're going to now go to I'm going to keep using Toys for Bob as an example. They're going to go to whoever's in charge of Toys for Bob's and Toys for Bob and say, OK, what what do you want to make? And and like that's good. that's kind of where a lot of these studios are because to your point they've been doing Call of Duty for the last five years. Yeah. So what do you want to make or what have you been making? Like we talked about, like in the little black book or the black notebook or whatever. What do you want to make? What have you been making? Okay, we own that IP. We can do that. What do you need to do it? Oh, I need to start doing this and this and this. Okay. So like, and this is the part that some people don't understand because it doesn't get reported on enough. Michael, what if I told you there was four hundred and fifty more people working at Bungie currently today? than there was when they laid off 100 people. Well, no, and that's that's usually what happens is, like, unfortunately, you... you They're up to 1,400 yeah. people. They went down to, like, 900. Yeah, usually uh, 
there's just like redundancies that they they have to clear out and sadly unfortunately that sometimes are like veterans of the studio who have like a higher pay Uh, it it, it's still unfortunate from the human element but like if you just look at this as like a raw business thing it's it's just how it is like every I'm, i'm sure i'm sure the blizzard president sat down at a at, you know at a meal or in a conference room with Phil Spencer and, and the board and they said okay let's talk about where you're at with this this and this and he's like oh this is where we're at and they're like you know and I'm just using it like they're like that's it that's what you've done the last six years yeah like and they're like okay well we can't go forward with this so he's like well if you don't go forward with it I'm gonna leave okay yeah hey <laughs> the, the, the only thing that like I think would have would help this news if they're like hey you know um the top executives at Activision Blizzard they're they're gone. Some of them are gone, but well, we already got rid of them. Yeah, but, but there's <laughs> you already got rid of a lot yeah, of them. Yeah, so. and and it's one of those things where, uh, especially when it comes because Activision seems like it got hit more than Bethesda did. Well, it's shocking. Yeah. They're a horrible company. No, and and that's what I was getting to. Like, <laughs> it, it, there's a chance you know they they were like we need to like completely kind of redecorate and we need to like strip things off, and that does mean that there's some people that are perfectly great human beings that are on teams that it's just like hey this team isn't doing what we want to do yeah, in the future I, I, it wasn't run the way we wanted to run and then they had to move on it, it, if toys are if toys for bobs has been making building structures that you can vault and climb into and wall run on and now they're going to make a cartoon platformer uh they got to change their talent yeah and 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 like some of these studios to your point will probably start hiring people later on yeah. it's unfortunate most likely what's going to happen is they're going to just hire contractors and not uh, uh, yep. give permanent employment well, I, or permanent heavy quotes but you know yeah i don't i don't know the answer to the, uh, the answer to this because we've talked about they, like games are so expensive now um and and then when they're done a lot of times studios have been doing something for four to eight years and then they want to go in a completely different direction and you bring in this guy that's worked for you for six or seven years that he's the head of uh, uh, FPS view mm-hmm. and now you're going to make a third person action game. Guess who you don't need anymore? Yeah, yeah, and, and, and like, stuff like it that. It sucks. It's awful. It's terrible. But it's it's kind of just the reality of the world. Like Everybody wants these game companies to do these new and innovative or, or you know bring back old things, but it's it's the i'm trying to think of i can't think it's it's cyberpunk trying to or it's um shoot um, cd project cd project red yeah cd project red going from third person to first person guess what they struggled yeah tremendously it's it's one of those things where like i i wonder if there's more safety in being that artillery studio that auxiliary studio uh iron galaxy um their whole mantra is like, we're going to just work on ports. We're going to be an assistant studio. And Mm -hmm. they've been able to maintain like their business model by being that because you have the flexibility of like with, with a failed game. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple actually. (laughs) Uh, what was that game with the giants that you played like at E3, like five, 10 years ago? Yeah. But they just, just that, what was it? Rumble verse. What was the the, rumble verse failed flop. And before that it was extinction. I believe was the, the yeah, last game before that. Called, yep. Um, yep. But they're one of those companies where it's like they can take those chances and flop because they're doing all these other side works, uh, which is why, you know, like when PlayStation acquired the, their auxiliary studios, they're just like, hey, these studios can kind of, you know, they're this like the, the, the Swiss Army knife or whatever uh, of studios um, to where 
you know, when I run a situation and uh, the studio heads like, we're got to pivot to another direction. They don't have to lay people off because it's like, this is the team you mm-hmm. built. Uh, but yeah, no, Microsoft really shitty for them to do this. Uh, we knew it was coming though. Uh, for the most part, uh, I I don't think I expected it to be as bad as it was though. Nineteen hundred is a crazy number. I would have to see the number that they that they acquired with Activision and Blizzard, and I'd have to see their total employee count in the uh, Xbox the, gaming division. The, the Activision Blizzard yeah. one was, was like was it like five to eight thousand employees? So it's not like when you put it in that scheme, it's just like okay, they they acquired a lot of people. Uh, but yeah. seeing that number in just one chunk is just wild. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But Microsoft's also a gigantic company, so it's like that number isn't like, that big to them. They don't. They don't need Blizzard server maintenance. They don't need Activision server maintenance. They have their own server maintenance team. Like, and I'm, I'm using broad terms yeah. again, but they have their own things like to to make sure. You're I think that the thing that you online. bring up the most is just like do Activision Blizzard's human resource team seemed like that that failed for several years or at least it was fighting against yeah. monsters xbox wants to implement their own human resources so and companies yeah. do this all the time by the way not necessarily lay off but they overstretch mm-hmm. i work currently work for a growing company when i see some of my corporate people they're like i have x amount of stores seven months ago i had 35 less they they push and push the yeah. envelope and essentially until the employee says, "I can't do any more. You need to hire somebody else to help me," or they see that they need to hire somebody else to help them. So now this is a correction for Microsoft. Like and again, it's a broad term. And how many HR generalists do you need? And, you know, and they you don't, don't. You don't know the answer until you start seeing the HR problems. Yeah. So let's trim it back, and then uh, let's see what you can or can't handle, and let's either ride it out, or let's add. Yeah. After we figure out what we need to be at, but we don't need to be at ten. Yeah. It, Let's see if we can get by with six for right it, now and see what it's happens. It's like so, like because like Microsoft will probably in a couple of months be like, we just hired a thousand new employees in the last six months, and and it, and it might be some of the people they laid off. No, and and usually what happens in those scenarios is like, hey, you were a four hundred one k permanent employee, now you're a contractor. Uh, right. But, but you you know you can't you know at a certain point it's just like you know people need jobs, so they'll they'll take the contract work. Uh, it just sucks that like the video game industry is like flourishing for the most part, or at least mm-hmm. we're told it's flourishing. Uh, and seeing this sort of stuff is just just un- it's unfortunate. It, it's it's sad and well, it, it comes down to what are they? What are these major corporations doing with their profits? Like that's, giving it a two that's the question. Unfortunately, right? Like that's that's the biggest problem. Is like oh, Last of Us Two remastered made this much. Naughty Dog lays off three hundred people. Like. Why? Yeah. Oh, because we got to pay for Sony. And I'm using a broad example. Don't come at me. We're using well, Sony Ben's, you know, like we're, we're using some of Naughty Dog's profit to, to, to bankroll Sony Ben because they haven't figured out what they're going to work on yet. Well, as an example, well, D- Disney um, cut uh, budgets to their park and they cut like hundreds of employee staff, but then they announced the CEO of Disney made $40 million in bonuses. Right. Like it, it happens all the time and usually you can point to like a shitty executive who's just like, that's, that's where the money's going. Uh, but the yeah. only problem is, the executives pay themselves and pay their buddies, so it's just like... And they all sign contracts, and yeah. unfortunately you don't really sign contracts as employees. You sign offer, contingent offers, but yeah. you're also... Multiple states, you're an at-will employee. Yep, yeah, and, and that's, you know, how, how things go. Uh, but uh, I don't know how to transition out of this, Dave, so I'm just going to go for it. Um, so last <laughs> week we talked about uh, Rock Band discontinuing DLC. Uh, 
or harmonics discontinuing DLC for rock band. Uh, so PDP did the next logical thing and announced a new plastic guitar being made for rock band, uh, and Fortnite festival. Uh, so this guitar is coming to Xbox and PlayStation with compatibility for PC. Uh, it is coming, uh, this spring currently only works for rock band four because Fortnite doesn't support guitars just yet. But by the time the spring comes around, uh, that should be in the game. Uh, the guitar will feature an analog stick so you can navigate in Fortnite. Uh, and I kind of love that idea because that's just going to lead to more people beating like Bloodborne and Elden Ring with mm-hmm. a guitar peripheral. Uh, cause now they're having analog stick to move. Uh, it's going to be foldable and then it's going to have 36 hours of battery life. Um, plastic guitars right now are really expensive and I'm talking about used guitars. So hopefully this is reasonably priced mm-hmm. and I'm probably going to pick one up. Well, we talked about this a little bit last week. Yeah. You're like, your instruments are old. Yeah. I've had a like buy weird, <laughs> uh, yeah. like uh, 3d printed parts to, yeah. to like Frankenstein. So. So in terms of having a good, fun experience, like you've kind of figured it out, but it's kind of like sitting in your couch, like, oh, let me find the exact spot to sit yeah. in. Oh, no, that's not right. You know, versus like a brand new couch that every spot feels the same. Yeah. Um, you know, so like this is this is fine. I hope it's um, not expensive. I, I think it's going to be. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think it's going to be interesting to see somebody like win battle royales with a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I've seen somebody solo a raid in Destiny with the drums. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, the analog um, stick's a great blindfolded, idea. So, uh, to, yeah. to add on this, it's specifically so you can run around Fortnite. But like the idea that people can f- mess around with it uh, in other yeah. games uh, should be good. So I mean, you, you hinted at this. I mean, this is cool. There's a market for this if they're going to, especially. Uh, I mean. This is, you know, we're we're hearing that harmonics is moving on to Fortnite concert or whatever that's going to be, um, you know, like that they have going on, and they probably aren't going to necessarily need to focus on the peripherals and let a third party do it. Yeah, and PDP must have enough data that's like, or Epic is paying them enough to be like, just do it, bite the bullet, like we don't care what it costs, how much you lose, we'll we'll cover it, or there's enough data that's like, hey, this if this sells, you know okay like what will be good um i'm hoping like depending on the price if it's like a hundred dollars or less i might end up pre-ordering two of them just so i can future proof myself even further um well like they they talked about this the peripheral industry like turtle beach has been out in front of this i remember meeting with them prior to the pandemic and the with, with the Fortnite, you know trend going up the the need for like entry level equipment was going up because all of a sudden you had people playing it on their phone you know, playing it on, you know, like on a, like a PC at work. Like almost anything could run Fortnite. And it was a really big, when Ninja was at its high That's... peak and there was all this stuff going on. And like, so the need for a $40 or $50 pair of headphones came up. Turtle Beach soared. And they used that money to that they sold on their entry-level headphones to make amazing, like, like absolutely amazing stealth yeah, headphones. I'm, I'm sad. My, that... my Turtle Beaches, like the, the ear cups are starting to get a little nasty, but I really like this headset. Yeah. I got to find it again. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I mean, that's why like you can buy like quote unquote gaming mice and keyboards and headsets at like yeah. five below now is because yeah. like the, the market's there for like entry level stuff. Uh, and who knows, this could be the thing that could revive Rock Band in the future of like, oh shit, people really bought up this guitar. Maybe people would want to, you know, buy another Rock Band. The, re- the, the reason for the decline in the player base was because the, the decline of the peripheral yeah. and they couldn't get another peripheral. It's like it's to your point. It's like you can't go to 
five below or Best Buy and buy a twenty dollar guitar right yeah. now. Like you'd have to go and find it, get lucky at a garage sale, find somebody selling it on a Facebook Marketplace, or buy it on eBay for three or four times what it's worth. And if I'm an owner of rock band and my my guitar breaks and like the cheap the 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 cheapest one I can get is I think what you were talking about like two hundred two hundred fifty bucks just for one guitar. Yeah, yeah, not the whole kit. The whole kit's like five hundred. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna play anymore. Yeah, yeah, and, and and that's like I'm hoping this leads to at least maybe a drum set. Uh, my drums are good, yeah. and I still have my Rock Band One yeah. drums, which I need to probably take apart and like really clean out. But like, I will I will hoard this stuff just so I can play when I'm fifty, sixty years old. Okay, Josh. Yeah, no, I I'll, I will hoard this, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so yeah, that that's coming. Little little nicer news, but I'm gonna follow it up with more like uh sad news i guess sad but like the i know dave is gonna be old game is old uh but spec ops the line has been delisted so 2k out of nowhere this week just delisted spec ops the line uh from steam uh xbox uh marketplace because it was a backwards compatible game uh they didn't warn people ahead of time most companies do warn ahead of time but they kind of just delisted it out of nowhere and just said like licenses are expiring so they have to delist it I believe it was up on the Xbox store the longest and it went down according to some people on Twitter. I, I, uh, but Steam was the first uh, store to to take it down. Um, those that don't know, Spec Ops The Line was an underrated shooter mm-hmm. uh, that had a really good twist in story. Uh, like a, a really good story with a, with a big twist that like people just wrote whole like think pieces mm-hmm. on it was one of those uh shooters from the 360 ps3 era that like just really was an example was, of like art I, I i feel like it was kind of like the foundation of like intricate storytelling of like do you really want to do what they want you to yeah. do it was a, it, it was a, it was so. the first time like i would not maybe not the first time but it was one of the first memories i can think of a game challenging the player and that i'm not talking about difficulty i'm talking about like right. emotionally and also just like really it was like a like a yeah it was a military version of hellblade from yeah like or the the last ago. was part two yeah. uh you know with, yeah. with with ellie's story like i almost feel like if spec ops didn't take that chance we might not see some of the storytelling we're seeing now so to see it just mm-hmm. get delisted without a warning kind of sucks uh, did I go on eBay and immediately buy a 360 copy? Yeah, I did, and I got it cheap because I th- they st- started to. I think I own it. I have to look. I don't know if I got it on PS3 and it went came and it worked on PS4. Or if I got it on PS4, no, it was only on I'd PS3 uh, and 360. Yeah, so. It was a PS Plus. Is game. it backwards? Is it? Yeah. Okay. So will it work on PS5? No, it was a PS3 game. So okay um it, yeah. it was backwards compatible on xbox uh which i'm yeah i guess my only choices might be to find a 360 version of this game so yeah yeah um and then i think good old games held out probably the longest but i think that eventually got delisted as well uh but yeah uh that kind of sucks uh that is happening to that game and this is what we're going to start seeing especially uh, a lot of the games that might have had licensed music or licensed items in it. Those contracts don't last forever. Uh, and a lot of things that happened in that 360 and PS3 era were games using real world licensing, you know, whether it's music or like just having an item in the background. Uh, so we could see more games from that era get kind of uh, delisted because of stuff expiring. 
I still wish like I could bring back the Obama ads from Burnout Paradise. I don't know if you remember <laughs> that, but like Obama advertised in that game. Uh, but this weird stuff like that, like who knows how many games like had like Monster Energy branding that might have to go away eventually if that license expires. Uh, but yeah, uh, that happened there. Uh, but Dave, let's talk about some good news, some fun stuff. Um, PlayStation did a state of play. So earlier this week, they just, you know, did the PlayStation thing. We're like, hey, we're going to do state of play in like two days. And that was today. And I have all of the stuff that I feel like would interest me and Dave. So if I skipped anything, it's because I made a judgment call that Dave or me would not be interested. So the first thing is uh, Stellar Blade. We got a trailer release date of April 26th. This is the game that I hate being lazy and comparing it to Bayonetta. I think this is the, what they showed us. That was Project E, right? Yes, and then it turned into Stellar okay. Blade. Uh, so yeah, yeah, just looks like a pretty fast-paced action game. Uh, got to see a little bit of stuff. Uh, the developer talked just a little bit. There were some little developer things here and there in it. I just I don't know if PlayStation kind of has figured out how to do that just yet, uh, <laughs> like how to really make a nice free-flowing show. Uh, but Dave, what did you think of Stellar Blade? Uh, I thought it looked really cool. Like, I mean, in terms of like the combat, when they showed the combat, I was really interested. When they showed all the stuff between the combat, I almost fell asleep. I, I thought that was going to happen with you. Um, like, I saw the combat. I'm like, okay, it looks bayonetta like. And then I saw the yeah. in between stuff. I'm like, okay, it's doing a little bit more than bayonetta. But I automatically knew of like it went from like a maybe to Dave to like a hard maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it. Ansel was Ansel was watching with me, and she's like. Her outfits don't match what she's doing. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that's just how some games are. Uh, but it's coming out April 26th, so it's good that there was like quite a few things that were like dated in this, or at least got like a first half spring uh, window. Uh, then we got Sonic Shadows Generations coming this year. It's a remake of Sonic Generations. Uh, I know you love Sonic stuff. I don't know if you played Generations back in the day. But all those Sonic not, games... It looked look cool. Yeah. yeah. All those Sonic games kind of like blend together, so it's kind of hard sometimes for me to be like, which one is that? Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some Foam Stars footage coming to PlayStation Plus next week. Um, Foam Stars still looks good. I'm kind of vague. I'm like a little against it because it just looks like Splatoon uh, to me. But Dave, will you be playing Foam Stars? No. Do you still have PlayStation Plus? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I do. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, I do because I got online on Destiny the other okay. day. So, All right. Um, so yeah, I do. Um, no, like I, I if I want to do that, I'll play Fortnite. I know you're. You're like I already have my mindless multiplayer game. Like I'm good. Yeah. I got a couple of those. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, Foam Stars is coming. Uh, Dave the Diver is coming to PlayStation in May with a Godzilla crossover. Uh, this is. Can we call this an indie darling? Is it's controversial calling it an indie darling because like Nexon uh, funded it, but mm-hmm. uh, Dave the Diver is finally coming to PlayStation in May, and it's getting a Godzilla crossover, which it's kind of good. Godzilla's having a good like year. <laughs> yes, uh, so good for Godzilla. Uh, we also got uh, V Rising, an isometric survival RPG, coming in twenty twenty four. This looked pretty good. Did it stand out for you, Dave? 
it looked cool. Um, I'm not. I'm trying to still figure out exactly. I mean, it's an asymmetrical top-down kind of like dungeon crawler light thing. Yeah. Um, it was described it as survival to me. Uh, so. Yeah, that's the part. I got a little turned off when I saw the building aspects of it and everything like that. I was like, okay, but it doesn't mean that I would hate it. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, for me, it, it looked interesting, um, but I feel like with isometric games, they always look interesting to me, and then they don't hold my attention. I don't know. It's something about the perspective that just doesn't end up working out for me. Uh, the next thing we got, which is probably, I would think is the coolest thing that people will be excited about, is Silent Hill. The short message is a first-person, free-to-play Silent Hill experience that is out now. So I feel like it's been a while since PlayStation has had one of these interstate of plays where it's like, hey, you can play it today. Uh, this mm-hmm. looked pretty damn intense. Um, I would recommend downloading it now in case Konami wants to PT this uh, and take it away from <laughs> you. Uh, but this looked pretty interesting. I know, Dave, you're not the biggest um, horror fan, uh, but I know you yeah. like Shadow Drops. So... Uh, yeah, I think they're really cool. I'd just be really curious. Like, this is, I guess, ultimately, I don't really know what this is. Um, like, obviously, it's a, a, the the short message, so I'm assuming it's short. Yes, and it's um, free to play. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I think this is a great way for them to get people kind of back into feeling comfortable. So, to to when they get kicked in the teeth with Silent Hill Two. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it be it being a different perspective from Silent Hill Two. Like, this is a first person Silent Hill Two's in third person it's a way to like get people back into silent hill but also not tire them out so when silent hill 2 comes out they're like hey this feels slightly more fresh because the perspective has changed uh they did follow that out with a silent hill 2 remake uh trailer uh that was focused on combat uh there's no release date on it to said like in development i saw a lot of people on twitter complaining that it focused on combat uh because combat isn't like the important thing with the Silent Hill games. It's all about the atmosphere. No, but the Silent Hill players are already going to play it. No, and and that's what I was going to say. It's like <laughs> the Silent Hill people are already bought in for the most part, so they need to get the Daves uh, who are. Yeah, I paid a little bit more attention when they do shotgunning things in yeah. the face. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so for me, I'm like I already know that you know there should be the tension that I want there or hopefully it's there. So like, I'm, I don't mind that they focused on combat. The next trailer, I would say maybe focus on the atmosphere, but you need to throw in combat Mm -hmm. and action just to get more people to pay attention to it. Uh, the next thing was Judas from Ken Levine's studio. Uh, there was gameplay trailer, no release date, uh, just said it looks cool. cool. Uh, but it's like cyberpunky Bioshock. Uh, so seem seeing it's this say like in development makes me think this is years away and they've been working on this mm-hmm. game for a while. So that's pretty scary. Uh, it's Ken Levine. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it, it still got that, still got that Vita in his pocket, making Bioshock Vita still working on he's it. Still working on it. Still working on it. Um, I don't know why. I, I, uh, however, back, back at, when it does come out, it'll probably be a game of the year contender. Like, it's, he's he's on he's on that level. Yeah, but but it will do the thing that all the Bioshock games did, where it's like this is game of the year. It wins game of the year, and then they're like that was pretentious as fuck, and then people <laughs> then hate on it. Um, but yeah, anytime I see it, I'm just I, I just think of Lady Gaga. Uh, so so that's that that's just 
me now being weird um so we'll we'll just we'll see how this goes it looks really good it looks like bioshock like yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I know who it's coming from but it just it's just yeah, he knows he knows what he's doing and if it works it works like i don't i don't blame him yeah. but he tells a cool story so yep he tells a cool story and it'll be controversial and it'll be and you're gonna you're gonna heal by injecting yourself in the wrist with the syringe and that's how you're gonna get powers too uh mm-hmm. needles uh the next thing that uh was after that which also i think was really cool uh metroid or metroid uh metro metro awakening vr uh, so this is a Metro game that is going to be, uh, for PSVR two coming in 2024. Uh, this is a great franchise to be doing a VR game. Yeah. Like the whole point of that game is to have something on your face, have your gas mask on it, get that tension. Uh, so I think this is like a really has potential to be a really cool VR experience. Yeah. You're gas just in theory, that's like your, your mask steams up when you're breathing heavy, like, and it gets foggy and yeah. And all that stuff. I mean, like, there's so much cool stuff they can do with it. But still not going to make me buy a PSVR 2 yet. But cool. Yeah. Kudos. I, nice job, Deep Silver. Yeah. I, I did see people complaining that it's, this is probably not going to be exclusive. But, like, right now, like, if you have a VR 2. Who the hell yeah. can? If you have a VR 2, you just want content. And the only way that content's going to yeah. come to your headset is if it can make money and be on multiple platforms. So, yeah. like, if you want more big experiences you, from bigger if you, franchises if you want any if you want anything to play on your headset you need it to do well on meta and on whatever this damn apple thing is yeah. <laughs> like yeah, and and especially if if you're a vr2 headset owner and you're like i'm tired of playing like these no name indie games on this thing i want like a big franchise on it then you kind of almost have to support like the metroid the metro game uh by default like because it's mm-hmm. like hey here's a here's a franchise that's well known uh, and we're going for going for a VR experience for it. After that, uh, they showed like one or two more VR games, and then we got Dragon's Dogma 2. Uh, we got a new trailer for that, and that is coming March 22nd, which I didn't realize it was actually coming out that soon. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dragon's Dogma 2 uh, coming out looks pretty mm-hmm. good. Uh, Dave, did you when you first saw this, tell me if you thought it was... Uh, monster hunter for just a second a little bit i was like i was kind of like is this a monster or like and i also got some horizon vibes mm-hmm. from it you know just like the combat and stuff like that so it's it's interesting it it, it may or may not be something that's on my radar I, we've had other dragon dog dragon's dogmas right? yeah uh, dragon's dogma yeah. one on a PS3, yeah, but, PS4. Okay. To be fair, you didn't put a two next to oh, this. Oh my, tra- my, my bad, my bad. When I'm reading, yeah, okay, I was okay. Like, I'll put a two. I mean, you watch the whole event, but okay. There's a lot of stuff in there. Dogma two. There you go, Dave. It's in the doc. <laughs> I worked today. I had a thing. A I meeting today. Too, I, I had a meeting and and homework and a recording. I had a lot of work today. And the homework you gave me. Yes. Watch the tr- watch the trailers. <laughs> It's a lot of stuff, man. Hey, man hey, I'm man. getting old. Just do what I did. You watch it until uh, Death Stranding 2, and then you just fast forward for the last five minutes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Kojima. <laughs> just like, okay, let me just get to him talking. Uh, but yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2, Dave. What, what, what do you got? <laughs> uh, it looks cool. Like it, it, you know, it looks like third-person action games. It, it looks fun. And, uh, you know, I would have to just kind of wait and see. 
Never played any of them before, so I don't really know anything about it. Don't really have much to say. It, it looked pretty. <laughs> it, it, that it did. Uh, what also looked pretty is Until Dawn being uh, given a remaster from Ballistic Moon for the PS5 and PC coming this year in 2024. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is just it. Just it. It looks slightly better, but it it it's it's a port. <laughs> I never played this. Okay. Um. So my understanding is this is kind of more like I know what you did last summer horror than it is like scream horror, right? In terms of it's like kind of like the tongue in cheek horror aspect. Oh, to it a it's bit. got some campiness to it. Like there, there's yeah. uh, there's some fun. But it's in not going to be like slasher. Right? It's not like a <laughs> no. It, there, there's slasher in it, but there's humor yeah. potentially yeah. like buried okay. in it as well. Um, it's not like super atmospheric like a Silent Hill. It's like hey, the, yeah. a bunch of kids in a cat, teenagers in a cabin that are being slowly yeah. picked off one no i i know the gist of it i've seen some people play it for extra life and for other things and it doesn't look like it's terrible i don't know if it's on the level i could play in front of owen no but it's also on the level that i wouldn't have a problem like i wouldn't like freak out and like feel like i get my face ripped off by something you know? no no anytime a character died when i played it i'd just be like ha that's that my yeah. bad uh so it and this is one of those games that it it became a cult classic because playstation kind of abandoned it because if you remember yeah uh what is that? What is that? Uh, the Order 1886 came out, and people were like, "This is a glorified cutscene." Yep. And then PlayStation panicked because Until Dawn is like, you know, QTE like choose your own adventure sort of game. So then they just kind of like dropped like promoting Until Dawn. So Until Dawn honestly didn't really get like its flowers until like a year or two later when like streamers kind of picked it up again and showed how good of a game it is so I, I like the idea of it being remastered like i'm kind of over remasters but you know i'm still into remakes i'm just over remasters uh yeah so I, i'm kind of into this one just because it just never really got a chance uh when it released it kind of had to rely on like word of mouth uh like years later uh follow that we'll follow that up with uh rise of ronin coming march 22nd uh this looks good it looks like this is i don't, I don't think it looked good <laughs> i th i think it like from an oh like it doesn't look as good i'm gonna compare it to ghost of tsushima uh because like samurais yeah. uh it doesn't look fidelity wise as good as that but yeah, it looks it looked clunky it it because it was like doing like high like it was trying to do well okay i got i got i got two problems okay. with this with this them sh with them showing this i'm sorry but i got so first of all like I, and again, I maybe get off my lawn. I'm old. Um, they were they put subtitles up and they put a guy on the screen with a white shirt and white subtitles. Mm -hmm. Bothered the hell out of my eyes. Had a hard time reading. And he doesn't speak English, which is fine that he doesn't speak English. And then they're but showing you're like gameplay. I can't read the words and I can't yeah, understand. I, I, they're showing gameplay and I have to read what he's saying and I'm not watching what's happening. Yeah. Uh, so I think <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I know. I I guess I realized that I was like. I can't I can't see what's going on if I'm reading the words. <laughs> yeah, no. So like I, I think it looked good kind of from a gameplay perspective, but also when I see Team Ninja's name, I'm like, okay, it's yeah. gonna be a little clunky. Like the they don't have like that sort of polish to their experiences. Right. So I, I take that when I look at this game of being like, Okay, this looks like it could be a good team ninja game. Not necessarily yeah. like, oh, this is a console seller or I'm buying it day one. But when I saw it, I right. was like, okay, Team Ninja, I know what to expect from them. And this looks like a good experience from that studio. 
and also on a personal level, I have I feel like I've been like hoodwinked with Ronan. Like because now when I think of Ronan, I think of the last Ronan, and I think it's an intro game. Uh, and and that studio apparently it's not doing well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, after that we got a really long Death Stranding two uh, trailer. I I I joked that I skipped like all of it, but I I watched like a minute or two of it before I was like, okay, I just need to get to Kojima talking. And you, and you played the game. You played a lot of the game. Yeah, but I don't even I don't even think I got to any of the cool story stuff that people talked about before I gave up on that game. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this is just Kojima stuff. Uh, it's, it's weird. I love that he's weird. He's like, uh, the David Lynch of video games. Like he's just like, a the, the, the wacky filmmaker who's got like weird ideas and companies let him go off. Uh, after the trailer, Kojima appeared and basically announced his next project, uh, which is going to be an espionage action game, uh, AKA I'm going back to metal gear, but not with the metal gear license and then at the end i believe they tease that there might be a movie tie-in uh with this as well or movie level production yeah like in yeah like it's a really weird like over your head like over your head like i had a like look on twitter of like what their intentions was with this and it was it was kind of like sony flexing of like what they have they're doing a synergy to to work with kojima Yeah. yeah and i'm just like Okay, you can flex with it. You can flex with whoever you want, but I just don't give a shit about Kojima. You know what? I I kind of am hitting that point where I like him to have money, where he can make his weird shit. I just don't know if I want to play the weird shit because I think you need creators like this in the industry that are able to take chances and also are able to get money in order to take these chances. Yeah, but he's not. He's not taking. He's not taking a chance. Like he's doing the. He's doing a continuation of his weird as hell ass first game, which is just continuing. Which is no, I know, like but the, Metal Gear Sun. But for right now, he's got three projects. But see, yeah, he's got an Xbox project going on too, doesn't yes. he? Yeah. yeah. So he's got the 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 Jordan Peele thing yeah. with Xbox. Uh, he's got the espionage game with PlayStation and also Death Stranding with PlayStation. And I think 505 Games is helping with it. Uh, so he's got three projects going on there. And so I don't, I can't knock his hustle. Like he is running an independent studio, just like when we were talking about how like Remedy kind of laid out like their next 10 years yeah. of games. It makes sense for him to just be taking project after project so he can attract talent to work at a studio and also to keep cash flows in. Uh, and apparently these these companies are willing to give them money even though they know the game might not come out ever or it's going to take a really long time uh mm-hmm. people want to be in the kojima business um they just want to put his logo on the screen but like it's one of those things where it's like does that mean it's financially viable because i don't think these companies are trying to do it for street cred i don't know yeah. i mean i guess I don't, that wasn't Death Stranding considered like not a commercial success yeah which you would think playstation would be kind of done with it or was it actually successful but just not like set the world on fire like naughty dog does where they can sell 20 million units like maybe he's not that expensive yeah, after um, all uh that they want to work with him. maybe maybe he makes these games with a 120 million dollar budget instead of a 250 million dollar budget i don't know which could be it could be something like that um it, most of his budget goes to whatever actor he's in love with at the time <laughs> to do motion capture uh, but Dave, that was a state of play. I thought it was okay. 
Yeah, B minus for me, C plus. Yeah, I, I would go with like I mean, a... nothing. Nothing was there that I'm like I gotta have. Yeah, and and what made it worse is that Sony's main Twitter account teased some Spider-Man stuff, and they didn't show nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but it turns out it's like a <laughs> a creator interview. like a game show yeah. thing or something. Yeah, like. But you know, like this would have even they could have just thrown something in there at the end of it that said, "Hey, new game plus out Tuesday." And that would have made like, Owen any anything. Yeah, like Owen was. I thought for sure because like Owen got up and left during the um the Stellar Blade thing. He's like, "This is boring," and he walked out of the room. I was like, "They're supposed to be showing Spider-Man stuff." Supposedly, I said, "I'm not a hundred percent for sure." He's like, "Okay, I'll watch." And then he proceeds to leave the room like in between like uh, Silent Hill multiple times. Oh, I'm and- glad he did leave because like <laughs> yes. he would have been even more disappointed. Well, he just doesn't look. Yeah. He just looks away, like or he he walks out of the room and he turns around and and yeah. like looks into the room. Tell me when it's over. So, no. uh, um, but yeah, nothing, nothing jumped out at me as like a must play. Um, I, and I hate to do this because we're gonna do it, but like Microsoft showed five games that are coming out this year. Well, and PlayStation showed several games that other... But none of them are dated. Uh, some of them were. I mean, I did put dates here. Yeah. I mean, PlayStation showed third-party games and second-party games yeah. that have dates on it. But, yeah. like, I, I... Not having a PlayStation first-party game in a state of play is just... It's just... Well, Helldivers. That's second-party. That's kind of second-party. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's one of those... Hey, I, there's been conversations in our Discord, like... Uh, do you like? Are you thinking that Helldivers is a game as a service? Are you thinking Helldivers is a one and done? I, they they already showed like a coming later. They showed something like you're gonna be able to like walk around in a mech or whatever. Like, I don't know what kind of game this is. I'm probably gonna buy it. I'm gonna play it with my friends. I'm gonna shoot aliens in the head. Like that's what I'm gonna do. Like it's fine. But is it a six week game? Is it a six day game? Is it a six month? Game? And and I think. So I'm thinking it's going to be something in between. Like, I don't think it's going to have, like, seasons or anything like that. I think it's just going to be something. This, I feel like Helldivers is most likely to have an expansion than, like, okay. seasonal content or a season pass. That's kind of what I'm expecting. Like, hey, if it's successful, we'll release, like, an expansion. Uh, and that's kind of all I want. Like, if it's if it's a game I put, like, a month, maybe two months into, I, I would feel like that I got my money's worth. Uh, okay. Just because I, I liked how they did everything in the first game. Uh, but yeah, uh, this definitely felt like it was missing like some first party thing, some tease. I mean, you 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 announced like three new mm-hmm. games from your three studios last year. Like, give us a little bit of something there if those games still exist and they're still being worked on. Hell, out. show the Sony Ben logo and play the Uncharted theme music and walk away. Yeah, some just a little bit, just a little <laughs> teaser. But I'll agree. I I would say it's like a B minus. Um, they did show more games than Microsoft did. Uh, which, which I guess if you want to go uh, quantity, uh. Uh, yeah, but Microsoft didn't show any remakes or remasters or stuff in development. Yeah, like, uh, and and that's kind of what it comes down to. It definitely didn't set the tone of like, oh, PlayStation's going to kill it this year. It was like, oh, okay, it might be okay this year. Uh, but I didn't really get like the excitement I got at the end of the Xbox One or at any Nintendo Direct. I leave every Nintendo right. Direct like, fuck yeah. With one thing. Yeah. Yeah, one or two things. Yeah. Like, uh, and, and this one from PlayStation, I was just kind of like, eh, this is going to be okay. There's like. And then the bone they threw us was the Final Fantasy Rebirth uh, state of play. Yeah, which is uh, next not week. theirs. Yeah. Uh, not, not a, not, I mean, it's exclusive to PlayStation, but second party. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's kind of, this might be how PlayStation is the rest of the year because I don't think they're going to have. Where, where's Concord? Where's the money game? Where's the. Um, Fair game. Uh, 
fair game. Like where, like, and where? that's what I'm saying. Like you could have put a little teaser in there, just a little bit, something. Um, on the on the heels of again yesterday, <laughs> again I hate doing this, man. I hate doing this, but yesterday MLB the show announced the cover athlete and Xbox said coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I, I just like I, I don't I, I, I love it and I hate it because it's everybody's like, okay, Microsoft show us the games. Okay, we did. Oh, but Sony showed us better games, but they're not theirs. Yeah, like you said, show us what you're making. And honestly, <laughs> like, I didn't know if I saw anything here that was better than what I saw for Hellblade no, the, or the, about or the best thing I saw in the show for me was Stellar Blade. Yeah, and for me, it was the Silent Hill short message which is the free-to-play thing that i'll probably put an hour yeah. into and be done with uh which is a cool thing to have a shadow drop because i love that sort of thing but overall i was just kind of like oh okay uh like mm. i like i look at this list and i'm like okay rise of ronin that's a maybe for me dragon's dogma 2 that's a maybe from me um stellar blades a maybe from me like there's a lot of maybes yeah. in here and not one like i'm definitely buying it i played in, i played until dawn already so like i'm not like yeah. super like hell yeah and judas looks cool but i also think judas is like years away so i can't get excited. 2026 yeah. holiday 2025 2026 yeah but i don't want to beat a playstation too much um no. you know they're tr- they're trying guys uh <laughs> but yeah uh that was a state of play all right, uh, so we didn't have anything delayed. Um, there's really not much coming out. But uh, So what we're playing and watching. So um, quickly for me, like my week, uh, I took Owen to his first uh, professional ho- NHL hockey game. We went and saw the Red Wings play the Las Vegas Knights. Are they good on right Saturday now? night? They're okay. okay. They're, comp- they're, they're hovering around playoffs. Um, so, uh, they, you know, first time in Little Caesars Arena, which is about four or five years old. Do they old. serve Little Caesars um, there? They do because they're owned by the guy that owns Little Okay, Caesars. I just wanted to make so, sure it wasn't just like so, yeah, the, the guy that owns um, the Illich family owns the Tigers and the Red Wings, and they both have Little Caesars. So, um, so that was that was my fun. My favorite garbage um, we, pizza. Yeah, it's the only pizza Owen eats. <laughs> Kids got class. Um, we also went to uh, Angela and I went to IKEA. <laughs> we kind of are redoing our entertainment center, living room stuff. So we bought some stuff from IKEA. And oh, in order for me to build, in order for me to build that, we put garbage. Like, I guess what you know, just not garbage, but just movies that we have seen before. So I watched a combination of Air Force One, Sweet Home Alabama, and Fast and Furious movies while I was building furniture. I just wish Angela walked around with you at IKEA and then recorded you pronouncing the furniture. Oh, I don't even try to pronounce. No, it. I know. I, like, oh, I, I just cool. would have. I just would have wanted. To, who costs? Yeah, I just wanted. Who costs bookshelf? <laughs> I just would love to. Angela, I know you're listening to this. Next time you go to IKEA, just walk around with your phone and just ask him to pronounce things, and we'll put it as a bonus episode. <laughs> no, we'll just make him as viral TikToks. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then um, so yeah, did IKEA on Saturday, hockey game on Saturday night. And then um, Lions lost the NFC Championship game on Sunday uh, to the 49ers. They blew a very – it was a very winnable game, but, it you know, it sucks. But they had a good season. Um, and then uh, I bought uh, Suicide Squad. So uh, I bought the deluxe version, so you guys can hate on it if you want. But um, I'm interested in the game, and I like looters, and I like stuff. 
<laughs> I like loot, and some of the, you know, it came with a couple of the, of the different skins, which I think look hilarious in the game. Um, and it came with weapons, so it came with toys, and I like to play with toys in my looters, so it was worth it to me. Um, I have played about two and a half hours, I think, or three hours yesterday. Um, did not have any server problems. I have seen the server problems, and welcome to live service rolling launches. Like that's just kind of how it goes. Um, I think the game looks fantastic. The character the models for an Unreal Engine 4 yeah. game are kind of wild. Yeah. Like the Hall of Justice, like walking around it, the details they put into it um, look really good. The traversal is, when you understand it, is very smooth. Uh, it can be a little bit of complex controls. I think the game did a decent job at the beginning of letting you control each character for about five to seven minutes to get comfortable with it. But if I had to go back to a different character, I don't know if I'd know how to do all their jumps and specials. Um, so I am playing as Deadshot right now. Um, I think, yeah. Um, and um, I've done some of the, t- t- like, like I've still felt like I was kind of in the, t- in the tutorial stage. I stopped when, like, they finally showed, like, the overview map and some waypoints you can go to and things you can see. Um, but, I mean, the cutscenes, the dialogue, the writing, um, the little side jokes that are in it like it's it's really really good um i don't know if this game's gonna have any legs or not but i just a little like banter you hear back and forth with the characters in the background and and how they're focusing on them it's it's i it's it's good like i don't want to i want to watch a cutscene. i want to pay attention i want to hear the stuff that's going on um and i just like stupid stuff where he like uh boomerangs like touching his ear trying to talk to waller and he's touching the wrong ear and yeah. so the other guy's like hey dumbass like it's, it's like um I, it's it, it seems fine um the gunplay is actually solid yeah i have I, the, switched guns I can finally say that in the alpha combat and traversal really fucking fun in yeah. that game yeah now i am annoyed already by like get around the blue sh- purple shield kill the guys that's um, kind of weird because you have to do like your yeah. power shot a couple times to yeah. get through yeah, to break to break shields. It has this weird mechanic where it wants you to shoot them in the legs, and if you shoot them in the legs, you can melee them and get your shield back. Um, you know, there's there's a couple of like different things going on there. There's a lot of counter combo counter things that I'm still trying to figure out in the skill tree. Um, so there's just there's a lot of weird nuances, and there's a lot of systems they're kind of throwing at you really quick. And I hear currently right now, if you beeline the story, like if you just do the story, it's like a ten hour game now. If it's a service game, ten-hour campaign is normal. That's normal. That was like what the division was. That's what Destiny was. Each of their expansions. If we get, you know, when the Joker in comes March, in the next yeah. season, if in March, um, if we get three-hour or two and a half or three-hour story missions for him, like that's solid. You know, and like, there's three more that, expansions that, after Joker. So three more seasons. seasons sorry. Yeah. So. Um, what they are going to be, I don't know, um, and just see. Like, I haven't really had any boss bites. I haven't killed anybody from the Justice League yet. Spoilers. Um, you know, so <laughs> it's okay. It's called Suicide Squad <laughs> Killed the Justice it's League. It's just uh, being on TikTok and seeing people pissed off anytime they see someone get killed. It's just like, come on, uh, it's in the title. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm still reserving judgment. Um, do I think this game is worth, if you're listening to this right now and this game's coming out in 24 hours, if you're listening to the audio version, do I think it's worth you pre-ordering this game and spending $100 on it? No. Um, do I think that out of the box this game might be worth $70? So far, yes. So yeah, Especially like uh, if you care about DC stuff. Um, even if you don't like the direction, like the uh, they're taking the Arkham universe, 
if you played the Arkham games, you gotta want to fucking see like this is how they get you. Like you're you're not gonna be happy with where they go with the Arkham universe, but you're gonna be interested because you invested in that universe. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I mean, so far I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning towards positive. Now, I I have the ability <laughs> as an independent you know podcaster, game player, whatever you want to call us, to separate the two things of like I enjoyed the story and I can walk away from a game and be okay with it and come back in March. And pick it back up again if I want to. Or I can play the story and enjoy it and play Endgame and then still play in March if I want to. And I'll make that decision as it comes along. I don't know the answer to that yet. This is a game that you really won't know maybe until 14 or 21 days in. Like post-campaign and is the is the Endgame stuff, if it even has again Endgame worth it. Um, so like those are the, the jury is out on that right now, but at its core, like the little dynamic between the characters and the dialogue scenes and the way stuff looks and just like the detail on Green Lantern and the detail on Flash that I've seen so far and a really cool scene with Batman, like it's cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I look forward to hearing so I, where you go because it sounds like you'll probably finish it by the time you get to next episode. I hope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, I will, you know, I'll try to play it and stream it some more. It works really well on a, on, on a PC. Um, I haven't heard anybody complain about, um, you know, a, Xbox or PlayStation like performance or anything like that. So, um, it, I think it, it might, if, if you like to, to your point, Michael, if you're, if you're a comic book fan, either one DC or Marvel and you enjoy Batman's or Superman's, like it's a different take and I'm really interested to see what this take's going to be. And I've, I have managed to avoid the spoilers entirely. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's part of it. I still, I'm still trying to figure out exactly what's going on. Like, you know, brief spoiler. I don't know enough about comics. Like Brainiac's the villain, mm-hmm. and I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. Like we all saw it in the trailers. I don't know why the Justice League is bad. I don't know that yet. And I'm two and a half hours in to allegedly a 15 hour playthrough. Yeah. <laughs> so, which sounds like if two hours in they haven't told you that it might actually be a 15 hour game. Yeah. So they might have so. been honest about that. Um, but yeah, that's, that's it for me. Yeah. For me, uh, no games really, uh, work and life has been just kind of crazy busy right now. So, uh, the only thing I really did this weekend is I watched the Royal Rumble, uh, cause you know, Royal Rumble is always fun to watch and it was a pretty good show. Uh, women's Royal Rumble was really solid. Uh, the only problem with that one is you knew who's going to win. There was like really no other option for a winner for it. So like, I was happy Bailey won, but it was just one of those things where it's just like I, I knew Bailey was going to win like almost instantly. Um, the men's Royal Rumble was really good. Cody Rhodes, as Curry Master just said, uh, won the Royal Rumble. Uh, CM Punk, who everyone knows, I, I really like CM Punk, Chicago wrestler, made his WWE return only to tear his tricep like 10 minutes into the match, um, which is the second time he's torn it. In so he's So he's Aaron Rodgers? Basically, yep. <laughs> um and, and 45 year old dude keeps taking months off between injuries only to come back and get injured so it, it kind of uh sucked it was one of those things where he did a really good job of playing it off but since i've seen him get injured before with the same injury at one point he went to the corner and he grabbed his arm and was like doing the thing where he's like trying to make a fist and he's trying to do it like off camera but as soon as i saw him do that i'm like fuck he tore his tricep i'm like shit uh and like sarah is just like what i'm just like fuck no, he hurt. He's hurt. He's hurt. Um, but yeah, Cody won uh, really good men's Royal Rumble. Uh, they didn't really rely on too many like surprises because they actually have like, 
an embarrassment of riches in terms of like the amount of talent they have right now. Uh, so they didn't have to rely on like getting like a bunch of old timers uh, to like f- like man, man mankind didn't pop it out of a coffin. Yeah, Stone Cold didn't show up. Uh, the Rock didn't show up. So it's just one of those scenes where it's just like it's rare for them to do that for a Royal Rumble. Usually they have to rely on like, yeah. hey, let's bring three old timers to get like everyone excited. But this this year they're like, no, actually we have enough talent that we can fill thirty thirty roles. Kurt Kurt Angle's not watching wearing his Olympic speedo or anything. No, no, he's just making memes now. Uh, that's all he does. Uh, but yeah, uh, Royal Rumble, I tried to get back into the, the finals a little bit, couldn't really get into a groove. Uh, so I've just been kind of doing my thing where I just played Tetris 99 to shut my brain off. Uh, where did you, where did you watch Royal Rumble? Like, uh, do you have your subscription through Peacock or whatever? Yeah. So I did the Peacock Black Friday deal in November where you got okay. a full year for like $19. Okay. And the, and you have access to all the pay-per-views that way? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, until Netflix uh, takes it all, and then I'm going to be stuck uh, having a... You think Netflix is going to charge for those events? No, I think they're just going to be a part of their event. They're just going to raise the, the price, price for everybody. Yeah. 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 Which means I might have to do Netflix with commercials, because I don't want to pay for, like, $20 Netflix. Yeah. I, I think I'm paying, like, $38. Yeah, it's stupid. It's stupid. But I've got it on three screens in three different states, or two different states. So. I, I'm surprised they haven't cut you out cut you down well no it's oh, that, that's why the pre- premium, because we can thing, yeah. we pay the multiple account yeah. thing or multiple location thing um yeah so trust me it like verifies my home network every once in a while like okay is this really you, you know? oh and then curry asked is rock coming to wrestlemania it's like i don't think the rock's gonna wrestle at wrestlemania but now that he's part of when when is wrestlemania april yeah, it's right in the middle of his he owns that spring football league too yeah. that's like right and in the middle of that kickoff he's so. probably backed up from like the writer's strike and the actor strike. So he's probably yeah. doing a bunch of movies. I think he will wrestle at like next year's WrestleMania, but I don't think they're going to actually squeeze him into this year's WrestleMania. Um, and also like, just cause like he's like on the board of directors now doesn't mean he needs to wrestle. Yeah. Um, well he owns the XFL and USFL yeah, or whatever CFL that, or yeah, something? That, with the SFL yeah. now or something like that. Like, like those two merged. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the primary owners of that, as well as, to your point, like he's on the WWE board now, which I'm sure his job just got a lot heavier with Vince being pushed yeah. out officially. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Vince who? They have erased that horrible <laughs> yeah. man from history. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. I definitely think that if you will see more of The Rock in the wrestling standpoint, personal opinion, as more of the face of WWE. Yeah, I think he's going to um, be... Not necessarily a fighter. Yeah. Like He can be a host, and he can be a hype man, and I'm sure he'll people's elbow somebody every once in a while yeah. but i don't think you're gonna hear him like in 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 the squared circle with a bell ring yeah maybe so. next year's wrestlemania he you can see him there but i think at this point things have moved they're gonna put him up against triple h uh, triple h can't he doesn't have the heart literally anymore because of the, uh, the heart attack <laughs> um so like the rock will eventually fight his cousin roman reigns in like their big family match but like that's probably going to be next year because like he literally just got put on the board of directors last week, so I doubt they're going to be like, hey, can you get in wrestling shape for April? Because last time he kind of just jumped into wrestling, he looked like dog shit because he just didn't have mm-hmm. the cardio for it. Like Rock, because he was in Fast and Furious shape. Yeah, not wrestling yeah, shape. he was in like <laughs> I look good standing still shape. He was not in I can do a thirty minute match. I could I can flex out of a cast. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that. <laughs> but can I run the ropes for thirty minutes? No. So it, it it might be a little bit before we see him again. He would probably have to lose weight, like muscle mass, yeah. in order to like do wrestling shape again. Uh, he's a lot. He is a lot bigger 
broader than when he wrestled. Oh, significant. He's like he's probably like 50, 75 pounds heavier uh, yeah. in just muscle mass than when he was in his prime wrestling. And th- for the record, the movies don't want him to be 75 pounds lighter. No, no. They want him to be. They want him to be larger than life because it looks better on camera. His acting yeah. shit, but he looks better on camera, I guess. <laughs> the Rock is literally the worst wrestling act. Like, not the worst. Hulk Hogan's the worst. But, like, Batista has, like, just completely surpassed him as, like, yes, the wrestling actor. I would, I would actor. agree. Uh, the Rock could not pull off uh, the Glass Onion stuff no. that Batista can. Yeah. <laughs> or the the Blade Runner stuff, or the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. I mean, you, you saw Black yeah. Adam. Like, yeah. like he, he can't do it. Um, but yeah. Uh, I just like to watch him shoot guns and flex, okay? like That's weird. That's weird, but okay. <laughs> but I'm like, I oh, have yeah, wrestling's not bad. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that was it for me. You, let's say I'm weird. You watch grown men slap each other. But they like really chop each other and you can hear you can hear the meat slap from like like so far away. You called it a meat yeah. slap. Meaty men slapping meat. What's wrong with that, Dave? That's weird. And that's how wrestling fans describe it. <laughs> All right, that that's it for me, Dave. Christ. All right. Uh, so no questions or comments today. Um, you can send us to us uh, in the Facebook group. You can send them to us on Discord. There's a specific channel just for you to ask questions in. You can send them to us via Twitter slash X or whatever. Um, hashtag Ask Pete or Whoa Ask Digital Days. <laughs> what is wrong? Because I send it earlier. So like, if you say it three times, like bad, yeah. weird things happen. <laughs> Um, so yeah, you can definitely check that out in the sh- like as well as in the show notes. All the socials are linked there. Uh, you can follow the main account at Digital Days Pod. You can follow Michael at the First MJC. You can follow myself at Good Dave Hunt. Um, the Facebook group, Discord server are linked in the show notes. Patreon is linked in the show notes. Also, uh, yeah. So uh, next week, I expect um, more talk of Suicide Squad. I think uh, by the time we record next week, Hell Divers will not be out. Hell Divers comes out on the eighth. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so for me, it'll definitely be more Suicide Squad. Um, and I still need to kind of get spend some more time with Prince of Persia because I'm seeing and hearing more and more really and more good, good things about it's that. Really good. Yeah. So I need to spend a little bit more time with that. Um, however, I am also diligently working on trying to just improve the house in general. It's kind of part of our 2024 resolution is just to, just, just, just to get a little bit more things a little bit more under control and a little less cluttered. Um, you know, closets are next and all that fun adulting stuff. So, um, which probably means another trip to Ikea. So Angela, you might get your yeah, wish. Angela, <laughs> got to do it. So, um, other than that, you got anything else? No, that's about it. Maybe I'll pick up Suicide Squad. Who knows? I don't know. All right. Um, hope everyone has a great week and, uh, keep moving forward. Don't be a dick. See ya.